This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. You know what? I've always felt like the conservative movement is Donald Trump. (laughs) Really? Donald Trump is conservatism, and conservatism is Donald Trump. Amen. And I think that's been, wow, I mean, that's been proven. Mm. That's that's been proven over time. The subject of this particular story that you're seeing on screen is... And uh, there it is. And that's Politico, although it's from Tim Tim Alberto, who's uh, National Review is where I I know him from. Oh. Um, But uh, this particular piece is in Politico. It's amazing to to read um, Mm -hmm. because he's talking about his experience of being there. Um, First of all, an incident I did not hear about. Apparently, um, people handed out um, Russian flags two members uh, at CPAC with the word Trump over it, and the people at CPAC were actually waving them, thinking, not realizing they were Russian flags. It was a liberal group that came in to prove what? how ridiculous uh, it, it was. It didn't last long. Oh, didn't my last long Because uh, the organizers recognized it, not the people who were actually doing right. it. And again, like they thought, well, it said Trump, and it had red, it white, and blue on it. does show um, you what boneheads some of them are. Yes. Though. Not everyone, obviously. Not all of them. I mean, look, you know, I don't know. I think it's pretty bad. I would never... Would you ever wave a... Tra- look, Cruise. No. You ever wave a, cr- a flag no. with cruise no, on it? No, but I can understand, you know, if you're at an event like that and someone hands you well, a flag. Well, come on. If it's got a hammer and sickle on it, you're going to think, well, I'm, well not, no. I'm not doing that. And obviously, they just didn't even know the Russian <laughs> right. Federation flag, which is, you know. Okay. All right. Bad. So we go um, back to Pat's boneheads. Never mind. Right. <laughs> this is from Tim Alberta. To spend three days at this year's CPAC um, uh was to witness an ideology conforming to an individual rather than the other way around. Mm-hmm. What, a, what an, a, a great way of putting that. That's a great way to put it. And that's not that's good. really what happened. That is what happened, though. And, and to, give, to give you a, a moment of perspective on this, the reason why these stories are important to us, particularly in this audience, is to the extent that you will get good conservative things out of Donald Trump, it will be because people are holding him to a conservative standard. Mm-hmm. And... I think we have seen a lot of good things out of the administration. Some I don't agree with, some, some I do. But you constantly have to put pressure on Donald Trump from the right, or you might lose him. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. so that's important. And it's important that we all kind of continue to, to go down these roads and, and revisit them, not because, as in the primary, where I thought there were better candidates. This is more to hold him to a standard that he continues to say what he said he would do, right? Um, things like the, you know, Gorsuch, for example, being the best example of, of the gr- good things that he's done so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's been others. Uh, you know, he's done, I think, a really good job with the EPA um, as he's made those appointments. Generally, he's done a good job with the cabinet. 
I think. Yeah, I think to the extent that, uh, like, you have... Tillerson I have no problem with. Yeah, to, I, like, I was a little... I'm a little mixed on that one, and I want to see how it comes out, but I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, you know, a, the, a lot of people like Mad Mattis, Mattis and, and, uh, and uh, McMaster, mm-hmm. which was obviously a secondary pick, and he's not in the cabinet, but uh, uh, Kelly... Really good, really good picks. You know, a lot of those were very sort of standard Republican picks, right? Yeah. People who are lean conservative but are not outlandishly Trumpian necessarily and not outlandishly libertarian or anything like that, um, where some of the EPA picks were, I think, a little bit better than that. Um, I think uh, I think Gorsuch is better than that. Gorsuch mm-hmm. is on the good side of what I would hope from a normal Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, that, like if Ted Cruz picked Neil Gorsuch, I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we wanted Ted Cruz, because we were hoping he'd pick someone like Gorsuch. That's one of the reasons, at least. Um, so that's good. But you have to keep holding him to that standard. Um, I think that's fair. Um, so uh, they go through and talk about, and, and, and this is more of a CPAC, but Kellyanne Conway put it this way. Well, I think by tomorrow, CPAC will become TPAC, meaning Yeah, Trump. I saw that quote. That's a bad quote. I don't really know why bad. she would think. Really bad. They said they've been benching Kellyanne lately, uh, by man. the way. And I don't know if that's true, but uh, that's been the th- because she's had a couple statements that have not. She virtually worships her everywhere, though, man. Mm. Uh, she's um, terrible. Uh, so uh, they said, uh, to some it, extent. It is hard to believe that Kellyanne Conway came from the uh, Cruz campaign. Yeah. That is mind boggling to me. That's mind boggling because. She doesn't seem to have any of those principles anymore. I mean, they just went all out the window now. CPAC should be TPAC now? Uh, What kind of comment is that? Mm. Unreal. To some extent, everyone expected to see Trump remake the Republican Party in his image. He became his leader upon clinching their nomination. And that's not a surprise. But Trump was not supposed to bend conservatism to its will, at least not this quickly. Certainly, he has thrilled the GOP grassroots with certain decisions, such as signing executive orders aimed at deregulation, beginning a crackdown on illegal immigration, and nominating an originalist in Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court. But he's also done some other things, facilitating a deal with Carrier in Indiana, and that's just one example, um, that's smacked of crony capitalism, bullying private corpors, uh, corporations and individual citizens, declaring reporters the enemy of the American public, asserting an immoral equivalence between the U.S. government and Vladimir Putin's that would typically put you in any politician, really, in, in the crosshairs of the right. Trump, however, has encountered a scant dissent from his party's ideological base. So he came to CPAC not to pay homage to the traditions of conservatism, but to bask in the supremacy of his own movement, one that he and his allies believe will supplant the outdated orthodoxies peddled for decades by the very people who greeted him like a conquering hero on Friday morning. Um, can we go back to, uh, let, let me just give this unbelievable mm. uh, statement yeah. here. They announced, they announced the results of Trump's approval rating, which wouldn't be surprising. It was 86% at CPAC. Conservative Political Action Committee, mm-hmm. 86% approved, only 12% disapproved. Okay, that's, that's bad enough. But then on the question of whether Trump is, quote, realigning the conservative movement, unquote, 80% agreed, 15% disagreed. Mm-hmm. Both statistics were met with wild cheers inside the ballroom. Wild cheers that he's realigning the conservative movement. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, that's incredible. That's um, frightening. So that's th- frightening. And, and, and so they pitch the sort of Trump side of this as we're opening up the tent, as you put realigning. Realigning doesn't necessarily mean you're changing your principles. It might mean that you're teaming up with but certain people. But it kind of does with Trump. With, with Trump, it does. And so this is what, uh, how, what Tim Alberta writes. The push for uh, intellectual and ideological diversity is commendable save for the inconvenient reality that it was nowhere to be found. 
Over three days of speeches and panels and seminars, nary a negative word was directed at the president for his policies. Mm -hmm. Um, With the exception of a few uh, people handing out free market buttons, there was no pushback on the nationalist platform that not long ago wouldn't have been welcome in this very gathering. One year ago, CPAC attendees, the majority of whom supported either Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio, threatened a mass boycott of Trump's scheduled speech. He ultimately canceled his appearance. I'd forgotten but that's I just one too. year ago. That's right. And conservatives in attendance roared with approval whenever one of the speakers lambasted the man who, to their great dismay, has emerged as the presidential uh, frontrunner at that time. Last year, we were, this is a quote, last year, uh, this is Dominic Moore, University of North Carolina student. Last year, we were talking about a walkout if Trump showed up, and this year, it's all Trump all the time. It's completely changed. Last year, the Make America Great Again hats were few and far between. Now they're everywhere. Last year, the speakers were attacking him, and now everyone's done a full 180. They're all on the bandwagon. Everything has changed. Few seem to think that that's a bad thing. In conversations with dozens of attendees, only a handful expressed qualms at Trump's uh, takeover of CPAC. Most of those were conservative political consultants who asked not to be quoted for this story. Um, I met several first-time attendees, such as Ohio student, uh, Ohio University student Johnny Paskey, who came explicitly to show their support for Trump and dismissed questions about the president's ideological mooring. I think he is fairly, a fairly liberal conservative. That's okay. I mean, it is okay to be that person. Um, it's just I always thought that's not what that event particularly uh, was about. Well, it says um, conservative political, political action. action committee. So that's not to say mm. that you uh, spit on anyone who's mm. not your version of uh, of conservative. No, but that's I mean, but it's, it's not supposed you, to be. It's not what you celebrate mm-hmm. as CPAC, right? You don't celebrate that. You don't celebrate the liber the, the liberalness of the conservative movement. Well, why not just be liberals then? Why not just be the Democratic National Committee then and meet as, as such? Why, why do we need CPAC if you want to make it liberal? Yeah. I, I mean, and this is what... It makes sense This to goes me. to this audience and, and the show and, and all of us. It's important. It's not important to oppose Trump reflexively on everything. And, and, you, know, and I, you know, obviously we were not fans during the primary. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of things he does that I don't like. Uh, but you have to take these situations individually. We went on at length saying that the, the travel ban was not as horrific as people were saying. Or we said the same thing about the, uh, the transgendered policies. We praised him for the Supreme Court pick. We praised many of his cabinet opponents, uh, appointments because they were actually good. But mm-hmm. it's important to hold that line when he crosses it. Listen to this last part. Um, this is... Uh, 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 at CPAC, it's unclear uh, what, what values are being represented. When I asked a, uh, a Marshall University student whether he thought Trump is conservative, he grinned, quote, I think Trump is redefining what it means to be conservative. Well, that means that the word doesn't, it's not, you don't redefine words. That's one of the things that mm-hmm. I thought we all agreed on. That, you know, when you say, when you're a white person and you identify as black, you're not, you're not black. And if you're a conservative and you're taking liberal positions, then you're not conservative. This shows that we're accepting all the standards set down by the progressive movement. Yeah. We're accepting them all. Uh, and that's well, where you kind of run into trouble. And that's where the question is, right? That's why we need people who are going to hold the line. That does not mean, mm-hmm. again, that you oppose uh, Trump because you think that he had bad ideas you know, uh, 18 months ago. If he's doing a good job <laughs> now, that's how we're going to judge him. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't understand... Why? You but know, I wh- think why this, you need to do that? This is a brilliant, uh, it's a nicely written article. Yeah, it it's is. really good. And, good job with it. and this paragraph is, uh, really sums it up to me. 
Uh, it wasn't just the ubiquitous deification of Trump that was so jarring. It was the degree to which his worldview was accepted, championed, and cheered by conservatives, conservative speakers and attendees with no obvious connection to the new president. Consistently, anti-trade rhetoric drew the loudest ovations, especially when packaged as part of a broader assault on globalism, a particular, a particular hobby horse of Bannon and the Breitbart crew. I, the conservative movement has just accepted Trump, Bannon, and Breitbart now as, as the new standard for conservatism. And that's what's so amazing about this. Again, it's, it's the level and quickness that this has happened. But I mean, think free unreal. trade is the best example of this. You might not care about free trade. You might not care. I mean, a lot of, it's not, it has not been the top uh, issue for some time. Right. Um, you know, it's not been the hot button issue. Because it hasn't needed to be. You know why? It was decided. That's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was uh, settled science, as it were, as much as that could possibly be done in politics, yeah. to the point of liberals were having to embrace it. Like, they, it was mm -hmm. so obvious free trade was this better was than issue. economic we nationalism. Won. Yes. We, we won. won it, and we won it by such a large margin that the other side was coming to the point where they had to agree with it. And now, in one year, we've completely reversed course on it because of one person. I mean, that is, I mean, and you, and you think like, well, wait a minute, that's, that's uh, we, maybe they were right. Maybe they had some good arguments. Well, think of it this way. The same thing has happened with Russia, where we, mm -hmm. as conservatives, as Republicans, were, you know, 90 to 10 thinking Russia was dangerous. Now it's flip-flopped to like 60-40, thinking that they're not dangerous. Mm -hmm. They didn't do anything to deserve that change. Same with Julian Assange. Yeah, Julian Assange. It was was terrible, and now he's great. Uh, I, I mean, that amazing. That shows people are basing this on nothing, mm -hmm. and that's what should be scary. Because and it you is. know, forget it. Maybe Trump's right on all this stuff. Maybe free trade is. T I mean, look, it's not true. But let's let's just say he is for a moment. That free trade is terrible, and we should have giant tariffs. And all the things that Trump has said that disagree with conservatism are all right. It's still pathetic as a society, as a party, as a movement, to change your opinions on those things that quickly over nothing. Mm -hmm. Even if he's right on all of it, you have to take a You can't change that quickly a fundamental principle of your movement within a year because one guy who you basically banned last year is now back and is the hero. It's great that he won. It's great to be excited that he won. It's great to take solace in the things that he's done that are right. But to just reflexively embrace everything, everything no this matter guy what. stands for it's crazy. because he won an election shows you have no principle at all. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. That's not, I mean, that's not what I want to be part of. And again, of. I thought we were better than that on I thought, this side I did of the aisle. It, I got to say. I, really I, did. I, and we're not. I thought so. We're not. I, I thought we were and we're not, clearly. <laughs> 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy 
it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. 